What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It is time for the Cyclone again, this time with episode three. And now what we're going to be talking about this week is what's going on in the NFL draft. You guys are lucky. You get two Cyclone episodes doubled up this week. And now I'm going to slide it over to Devin Allen to go ahead and carry it on. Are you guys arguing about Garoppolo? Yeah, all fair. We were arguing about Garoppolo. This is where our opinions kind of differ because I feel like Garoppolo should go. You're 26. You have two years left on your contract. If you stay, you're 28. Who wants a 28-year-old quarterback? Unproven. Good. Unproven. Hasn't won a lot of playoff games. You have a very short window to kind of, you know, sell a team on you and say, hey, let's win now. He doesn't want to be a part of, of a rebuilding thing. He wants to get 10 and win now. And now is time to do it. He's Matt Castle 2.0. Come on, Matt Castle? No. I, I think he was way better than Matt Castle. Matt Castle wasn't too sold on. I was like, when I see Matt Castle, I was like, that's a really great system. The fact that they could just plug any guy in. Is he a Brian Hoyer or is he Ryan Mount? I could go on or numerous Bill Belichick backup bus. Okay, so, but there has to be something different about this one compared to others. Has to be. Ryan Mallett wasn't too, like, listen, it could be like the Aaron Rodgers effect. No, no, here's the thing. Remember the Ryan Mallett thing? Like, there were teams willing to give up second round picks, and they were like, nah, man, no, I've seen enough. Garoppolo couldn't even stay healthy for three games. That's all you got. You got a preview, but it wasn't anything. He wasn't dominant. He was playing well. And the third string quarterback was just as good. It's a great system. Yes. But and then I'm when saying, he goes I'm, to a new system, what makes you think he's going to be good? I never said he was going to be good, but if I'm Garoppolo, I want to take my shot now, then wait it out. I'm, I'd, stick I'm with, just I, saying. I'd stick with the Patriots. So you will stay there and take over for Brady as his heir apparent. Dude, you're making millions of dollars doing nothing. Why not? True. Very true. That part, I can't necessarily dispute. But I'm and saying the Patriots from, seriously said they have no interest in trading him. Maybe they're kind of iffy on them. They're not completely so. Because, you know, Belichick knows as much as anybody that, you know, the draft is a crapshoot. Like, you're either going to hit or miss. It's always 50-50, no matter what position. Because as a head coach, the positions that you do know, you most likely hit on those more. The positions you don't there's not too many head coaches that know quarterbacks there's guys that know defensive backs wide receivers linebackers stuff like that but there's well, very no. few guys who know quarterbacks well clearly bill o'brien knows remember he said i made brady yet you could not develop one quarterback ever he quote unquote made brady but listen there's neither here nor there but like i said the draft it's it's a hard process and i don't like when teams think they can fulfill all their needs in draft you never fulfill all your needs you never know if these guys are going to work out you can literally get every positional need in the draft there is no guarantee all those guys are going to work out i don't think i'm going to see a draft where every single position they drafted is on the team and making a contribution the way they thought it was going to work out i know what garoppolo is doing and it's smart he didn't want to go to the 49ers. It's pretty obvious. Like, he's going to get oh. killed behind that battle line. No, that, that old line is not built for grab. The Brown. And he's obviously not that healthy. And with the Browns, Hugh Jackson didn't want him. I, I you see like, what happened last time in the organization where 
you know, the owner wanted the guy, but the coach didn't want him or the GM didn't want him. You know, like it never works out long term. The only way a quarterback works out is if everybody's on the same page. This is the guy. I'm sorry. Like everybody. The, Patriot, the Patriots host people on backup quarterbacks enough. Like they did it too many times. But they, they keep falling for it. Matt Castle, Ryan Matt. Like, trust I, me. I, I think teams, the league caught on. I don't think they've caught on. Why did Brock Eisweiler get a huge contract? The NFL, the NFL has not become wise to backup quarterbacks that just look good in a certain system and think they're going to, like, It's weird. Packers backup Matt Schaub. Have... Remember Matt Schaub? He was uh, Michael Vick's backup. Matt Flynn we can make a case for, too. Yeah. He was Aaron Rodgers' backup. Looked really good. Went to Seattle. Lost his job. But the thing is, with Tom Brady's backups... This happened like six times. It happened enough. Like, you know, Brian Hoyer. But we're not going to learn. The league will never learn. It's like, because there's always that desperate team out there that really needs a quarterback. They think he's proven because he's been playing in a pro offense for a number of years. And they want to take a shot on that guy thinking in a larger sample size, he can put on the same production. And it's like when you meet somebody for the first time. They're sending their it representatives. Says something, it says good. something. It says something that the same team that drafted Johnny Manziel with the 26 pick did not want to draft him. It, trust, I mean, it wasn't the only one of them. I mean, did not want to trade for him. Like, it, it's pretty blatantly obvious what's going on. It was blatantly obvious when Jerry Jones said he liked Johnny Wenzel but never took him. And when Jerry Jones passes on you and he doesn't want to deal with it, that's a red flag, dude. I think you want to stay away. Talent-wise, Johnny Menzel had the talent. It's just everything on the outside of football. We'll do an entire show about Johnny Mansell later. We can. We could. We, we could definitely do that. We probably will. We, sh- we should. Yeah. Jay, do you approve of that? Jay has entered the cycle. The Johnny uh, Manziel whole, special? Yes. The yeah, Johnny Manziel special? Yes. Is the world ready for that? I'm willing to do this. And then I we will do it. Okay. Because I willing. have a lot of defending of Johnny Manziel forever. Going beyond that. No, Garoppolo, I don't know. I just, Dude, he played three games. He couldn't even stay healthy for three games. A lot of quarterbacks can't stay healthy for, for three games. I don't know. As Tom Brady, he's been healthy for most of his career. He he's an anomaly. He's an outside anomaly. He doesn't count with you come to most statistics. He's the only guy that looks like he can beat Father Time itself in maintaining elite status as a no, quarterback. I think, I think Bill Belichick sees something here. Like I think Garoppolo's gonna be the next future quarterback for the Patriots because do you actually believe Brady's gonna play till he's that old? Because I don't No, he thinks he can, but honestly I don't see it happening. No, I think uh, Bill Petrack's more a realist than Tom Brady thinks. Very true. No, that's the reason why he didn't want to trade him. I, I don't even think there was actually any negotiations. I think this was harbored by the media. Like, no, Garoppolo wanted to be stick with the Patriots. I think this year or next year is going to be Brady's last year. Last year, bro, like this he's going to retire or last year, like, playing league? Um, no, he said he will retire if he sucks. Two more yeah. years and he's and he's done and he's washed. Yeah, remember, like Peyton Manning, the second he realized he was not the quarterback he once was, he retired. Well, nah, he's throwing a couple of really ugly long balls before he officially retired. But once he realized I'm not that good anymore, he retired. Mm. You know, it's really debatable on when Tom Brady's going to hang it up. See, part of me thinks it's uh, this is his last year, though. Doubt it. No, I. If he has a bad year this year, 
he's going to like, okay, I had a one off season, and then he sucks the next year, then he'll retire. Well, put it this way. Maybe this year will probably be his wake-up call. Yes. Well, he would have to make this, the team significantly bad. Like, it has to be... I think it would have to take for Belichick to pull Brady and be like... And put in Garoppolo, and he flourishes, kind of like how it happened with Drew Bledsoe, where Drew goes down, Tom takes over, they get really good. I think that's the only way Brady goes out like that. I don't think... Dude, don't mention the Bledsoe injury. That was my favorite quarterback ever. No, no disrespect to Drew Bledsoe. I mean, that's history now. I know, and I still hate it. I hate it. I I was a Bledsoe fan. Listen, and it's unfortunate. It's the way the game goes. Remember Joseph Maddox? uh, You know, Ben Roethlisberger took over for him because of injuries, so, you know. Wait, wait, no. Wait, Tommy Maddox went down? Tom, wait, yeah, Tommy Maddox. Sorry, I thought it was yeah, Mr. Maddox. XFL. Yeah, Mr. XFL, indeed. Yep. You know, we'll do an episode on yep. that too. What uh, quarterbacks who uh, who took over through injury or? Um, yeah, like, we well, could that be a special, that. but I was also thinking we could do one as for fun on the XFL. But you know what, though, yeah. let's go on ahead and take ourselves to the draft. So about our good friend Mitch. <laughs> we have to. What, oh, what a friend! What a friend we, have, we have in Mitch. I'm gonna go ahead and oh. leave it over to you guys to discuss this. You go first. All right. Okay. This needs to be said. One, the Bears are desperate. Two, the coach and the GM are trying. Either one, either both of them or one of them are trying to save their job by drafting. Mind you, and this is the formula for finding a franchise quarterback. I, I want everybody to notice: history does not lie. Let's be honest. If you look at recent history or past history when it comes to drafting quarterbacks, finding the right quarterbacks, it follows a trend. This is the trend. Mid-major school, okay type of talent, and a really transcendent quarterback that makes them better. A.K.A. Peyton Manning making Tennessee a powerhouse. Phillip Rivers making NC State a better team. Carson Palmer making UFC a powerhouse. Not Matt Liner. He's the opposite. That's when USC was actually big. And then, you know, they draft him. He turns out to be a terrible quarterback. But that's a different story for a different day. Cam Newton, Auburn. Like, that's that's the trend, people. This is the trend where you have a really good quarterback making an average team. Great. Then you have guys like Mitch Trubisky. Goes to that type of school. Doesn't make them better. 8-5 and five record. Couldn't beat out the guy the year before who didn't get drafted, by the way. And I'm like, he's supposed to be a top pick. And the death and listen, when you're not securing your job like the guys in Houston, in Chicago are, you're trying to find somebody to sell tickets and be able to secure your job. Like we have the quarterback of the future. They're hoping that Mitch Trubisky's their mill ticket on their way out. And nine times out of ten, that always blows up in your face. A quarterback never saves your job, especially when he's the top first quarterback off the board. If you look at recent history, any guy that's been picked as the number one quarterback, the head coach gets fired at some point, whether it's in the middle of the season, after the first year, at some point. That head coach never stays there, ever. So it's a terrible pick. He's going to be a bust. Those guys have already lost their job. And Chicago has been set back until they figure out they need to get Okay, here's my take on this. Um my problem is, what was the point of 
hiring Mike London if you were going to trade up to get to that number two pick? That is an excellent question, and I didn't even touch on that. Uh, like, we knew 40, the 49ers obviously were not going to go after him. What was the point of this? They they were desperate, and they should have seen this, the writing on the wall when two teams that needed a quarterback didn't take them. If I was Mike Lennon right now, I'd be like, trade me. Do you not agree with that? <sighs> no. Here's why. One, the kid's supposed to be the heir apparent, right? At this point, they paid you the money. It's your job to lose. Honestly. You're, you're with Chicago. You know they're not the best team. But at this point, it's literally your job to lose. And if this kid fails like we think he is, Mike Glennon will get the job back wholeheartedly. Like You know John Fox's history. Of course. Every, listen, every coach that has done this or any team that's traded up to get their quarterback that they think is the guy and is out of desperation, fail. We've seen it happen time and time again. The yeah, head coach get fired, the quarterback get Remember when he threw Jimmy Clausen under a bus? See? Jimmy Clausen. Poor Jimmy Clausen. Was he a Notre Dame quarterback? Was he? Yeah, I think he was. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Anyways, we'll talk about the Browns later. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, like, oh, my God, I'm trying not so hard not to laugh right now. But, uh, like, um, I don't get it. Like, what's the point of giving a quarterback this much money? When Jay Cutler was, like, actually cheaper. Hold on. Let, not even that. Why give up that much just to get him? Like, it wouldn't be as bad if you didn't give that much for him because that means how highly you value the quarterback. Like, if you're willing to give up that many draft picks to get the guy, I'm like, that's a bit much. Like, Kansas City moving up 17 spots to get their guy, that's different. They have their quarterback. Um, Houston moving up to get their guy is different. They have a quarterback. You guys don't. Well, quote unquote, don't or desperate to get one, and but you why? made my and look back. I know, and it's not like Mike Glennon has played it down for the team. It, it was it's, it would be one thing if he was like a starter for like the last two three years. Well, the thing is with Glennon, and though he he was fine, he put, when he was starting, he was fine. He wasn't that bad. No, I won't. I'm not not gonna guy he can play, but for Tampa Bay that year, he was in a bad year. He uh, was. But Tampa Bay's been was bad for uh, a number of years, and you know Jameis Winston is going to try to turn it around, but we'll see. And hopefully Tennessee no, made the right moves. No, Jameis Winston will turn around with all those weapons. If he does not, I L- will say. Listen, I want to see him and Marcus Mariota meet in the play in the playoffs. I will. I like those two quarterbacks. Those well, are probably that won't happen. One's an MC, one's an AFC. You you mean they're they're going to be in the Super Bowl? Well, I would like to see them go at it in the in a Super Bowl or something. I like both those quarterbacks, and I like what the franchises are doing to surround it with talent. But digressing from that, Chicago, we don't know what they're doing. It's it's a desperate move, and they're just trying to get talent in there to win some type of games or sell tickets. I think this is a PR move, man. Like, this is what everybody's talking about. Oh, Wait. my goodness, Mitch Trubisky, Mitch, like, he's the talk of the town. And I feel bad for the guy because he looks like a bust. I already know who he is. I saw his game tape. Did this you watch his game the most, tape? I didn't, I didn't. I saw a little bit of it, and I didn't even like that. The little bit I did see, I didn't like. This is what he does. He does check downs. He reminds me of Jason Campbell. He can't, make the, he can't make the big NFL throws 
like and read, make the reads. I don't see his progression with the reads. I don't like his feet. If the Bears really <laughs> wanted to go all in, they should have gotten Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Listen, if you're gonna go all in, go all in on a guy that's proven. I don't that's- get where the Trubisky hype came from. Like, I really don't get that. Like, I no. honestly, you you got to give either you got to either got to give credit to his agent, whoever he has in his corner, for building that hype up. For a team, for a team to be sold enough to be like, oh, we got to get him because somebody else wants him. I feel bad for Watson because now he's stuck on a shitty team where a, a freaking coach has no idea what the heck he's going to do with him. Well, look at it this way: if Tom says Bill O'Brien well does enough, not know what to do with quarterbacks, you know this, that. He, we we both know this, but if Tom Savage plays well enough and he gets time to develop and fix his weaknesses, Bill O'Brien will be out of there in no time. Trust me. Okay. Like, so. And remember, this guy sat on the bench for two years. True. Can you imagine? I'm like, oh yeah, you sit there and develop. But yet, you had two other quarterbacks trying to teach you the ways, and the best you could do was that. <sighs> yeah, it's one of those things. But So, alright, so we can pretty much say Chicago did a horrible job. The, San Fran- the 49ers did a great job. Some teams made a reach for their quarterback a little too early, but the Browns did a hell of a job. Sound about right? Okay. The Browns did a fantastic job, and yeah. Kaiser was the quarterback I wanted for the Browns. Yeah, you don't. Ha- he doesn't have to start now. You're developing him. No, no, we pressure. have two. We have two quarterbacks that can learn. Um, that they can develop from. We have Brock Osweiler and Cody Kessler. From Cody Kessler, Ashley. Let's be honest. He would have done the same as Dak Prescott if he actually had an O line. The kid knows what he's doing. Oh yeah, I'm not, not I'm, I'm not. I'm not disputing that. But like I said, you guys aren't cashing in now, which is smart. And you didn't go ahead and like we need to move up and get this guy. No, no, you waited, fell in your lap. For the first time ever, the Browns said a smart draft. Yeah, which I haven't seen in a long time. So this was actually a very smart uh, pick. Yeah. So overall, you know, you have the winners and losers, but I had to talk about my Chargers. I feel like we need to let go of Philip Rivers. I don't see this. I don't see. It's, I honestly don't see where this is going. I don't. Um, I'm going to beat this one. We gave him the offensive weapons. I would not deny that. I cannot deny that. I feel like we need to kind of let this go because I don't feel like ever give Philip Rivers the talent he needs in order to make the deep run that he needs. Because when he did have Ladainian Tomlinson, he was injured on the latter part of his career. He wasn't the same running back, and they haven't been able to fill that void. The Office is last to fall apart. You got guys like Sean Merriman, who, what, what he had, uh, PEDs or something like that? Yes, I know all about Sean Merriman. He was a bill, remember? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. So, guys like that, who were pretty good on defense and helped shape their defense, were gone. And that team's been depleted ever since. And they've tried to build it back up. And they've tried to fit guys like, uh, Ryan Matthews. Can't stay healthy. Melvin Gordon, same thing. Can't wait, stay healthy, not that productive. You try. Wait, I'm trying to think. Didn't you guys have um, Denny Woodhead for a while? Yeah, he he was pretty decent, but I guess he just wasn't the long term solution. Is he still on the team? I have no idea. I have not checked since we moved to Los Angeles. Who's really on the roster? But like I said, we we've tried to draft offense, and you know, but and this is a really bad offensive draft. So we should have went more defense. But that's no, you guys need a receiver other than Vincent Jack. You guys need a receiver. Yeah, we, we do. But at the same time, we also need a better offensive line because, boy, that offensive line is god-awful. I know. You guys need a lot of work. That's why I feel like we should move on from Philip Rivers and see what we can get for him. Uh, no. Like, seriously, what are you going to be better with? I don't even know who your back quarterback is. 
We, neither do I, and that's the problem. <laughs> but I think that's it for the draft, unless you have any closing remarks. Well, we'll talk about the Bengals and, like, they they drafted that running back. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just like, whatever. What is it, Mixon? Yeah. Listen, he, he has very serious soft field issues. But fit-wise, it was great. Controversial, yeah, but when haven't the Bengals take guys that, you know, were controversial, so. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's kind of, you expected it. Yes, like, no, I'm I, not, I, not I too surprised. I didn't really care. But anyways, let's look at what great the Browns are. Like, seriously, the Browns own this draft. I don't care what, like, the ESPN people have to say or, like, anybody. Like, they got three first-round picks. Then they got their quarterback in the second pick. They they have a lot of good talent. They made really good moves. And top to bottom, they did a good job. Now, it's remain to see what they're doing free agency to help fill out the rest of that roster. But they're moving in the right direction. But there was one thing I hated. Why the heck did you release Gary Barnage? Who knows? That is the only thing I'm mad about. You had the perfect draft, but you released Gary Barnage, who I actually like. That was weird to me. Jay, yes. what's your thoughts about that? Is he really performing for you guys now that I think about it? Yes, he was. Dad, you can confirm this. Gary Barnage was a beast for the Browns. Terrible season, but he was good. He but, was like one uh, of the best oh, oh, okay. things off the so, team. So pretty much he was the one that came to work. Yes. So they went ahead and got rid of him, I guess. I guess yeah, to go ahead and develop that. somebody else. I mean, how old is he? I really don't know. Because, see, that's one of them gray areas with me. It's like, you know, you finally have some people that can actually throw the ball. You had some set pieces there. And then you get rid of this tight end. Maybe Hugh has another plan. I, I don't know. It, Before me, Aaron Hernandez just... did what he did, that was the most scary lineup for tight ends with uh, Aaron Hernandez and Gronk. Mm, so true, why, was. why didn't you do mm. the same thing? No, you cut your tight end the next day. It's a word business. It, it's sometimes, and teams okay. do end up regretting those moves sometimes. In the Browns' case, it's money ball. Jimmy yeah. Haslam is very weird. You yeah, overpaid. I say so. I, I mean, Mike Patine and um, <laughs> Pettit, Patine, whatever the hell his name is. Mike and, has um, this organization up for years, so I no, can I see. Think, I think your old GM, Ray Farmer, who has his own show on. Oh, God. He does? <laughs> he does a lot of reporting what? and correspondence now. Yeah. What? Farmer is an idiot. I remember. Like, oh, I don't need the oh, big receivers. Yeah, but the guy did give us some pretty good laughs, didn't he? Well... Yeah, but the guy did give us some pretty good laughs, though. Not to mention pissing off some of the more hardcore Browns fans that are out there, especially a particular one that's on YouTube that usually loses his mind around fall time. Uh, But outside of all that, though, I think we're about hitting the... uh, Outside of all that, though, I think we about beat this horse, guys. I mean, we managed to cover a few interesting topics. I mean, we could touch base on the Eagles and... Yeah, I think we'll do that next episode. We're running out of time right now. So we'll be going back to keeping an eye on the NBA. And we'll be going back to keeping an eye on the NBA playoffs and what's going on. And then we'll also take a look at, you know, the Eagles form of the draft. At best, we managed to get a bunch of linebackers, wide receivers, and cornerbacks. So, you know, nothing too significant. But at least we're giving, you know, Wentz some weapons. And plus, we also have a pretty good second string quarterback, too. Though we managed to get him out of a different loop. And he's also a very familiar face. I believe you all know him as Nick Folds. I'll go deeper into that in the next show. Oh, yes. Yes. 
But I will say no, this, that was no, one of our main have, problems. Yes, but we'll go deeper with that later. Uh, you guys actually did a smart draft. I just want to praise you guys for the rest of it. Yeah, but I mean, we only got a few more minutes left in the show, so... Um, no, we're doing it on the next short. show. I know that. Who are you arguing with? I don't know. Probably myself. Of course you're not. You know what? It's foul language like that that just ruins the show, Alan. Anyway, <laughs> Dev, would you like to exit yeah. us out? Uh, yeah, all right. So that's all we got for this week on the Cyclone, guys. Tune in next week. We're going to talk more basketball, dive deeper in the draft. We're going to probably have some stuff on the Eagles. And, you know, we'll see where the playoffs is at the NBA. We'll see you next week.